Hello and welcome to the Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. We're an IBS nominated sports show, nominated for best sports talk show program by the Intercollegiate Broadcasting System. We find out if we win at the beginning of March. And with me, as always, is my also award-winning, award-nominated host, Philip Oki Thomas. How are you doing today, Philip? I'm doing pretty well, Nate. I am an award-nominated. <laughs> co-host i hope to be award-winning co-host uh by the uh, beginning of march so yeah that'll be awesome we're gonna go back to back and we'll just be blasting back to back by drake the rest of the time i will have a very big head (laughs) (laughs) um all right so we're gonna jump right into it and if you've never listened to two minute drill and you're you just found this on itunes spotify you're out there taking your lunch break in the university center uh we're the two minute drill and we talk a lot about different sports Pop culture, we kind of intersect a little bit of everything. We mostly focus on basketball. I know the name doesn't really yell basketball, but we chose a name before we kind of fell into this love of basketball on the show. Um, So we're going to talk about the biggest basketball news. And you're like, okay, he's going to talk about Anthony Davis first. The funny thing is, so much has happened in this past four or five days. He's kind of on the, he's number five right now in our lineup. Uh, So starting off, we're going to talk about Chris Topps Porzingis. Uh, Yesterday, I believe Adrian... Wojnarowski was the first to break the news uh, that Kristaps had had a meeting with the next organization, expressed a lot of frustrations um, with the team's culture, winning, yada yada yada. He did not request a trade though. He just re- he just basically said, "I'm you know I'm frustrated with this. I'd like to see this change." How long do you think it took before the news broke that he got traded? Less than five minutes. Less honestly. than five minutes. Less than like, five minutes. Th- that's honestly what it took uh leaks were then said that he requested a trade that's not true because as we're seeing with anthony davis you don't request a trade and then get traded like doesn't work that way nope a trade was put together so quickly and he's now on the dallas mavericks uh, i don't know if you have all the details in front of you there phil yeah. about um who went where mm-hmm. but yeah, that's big news. Uh, I know Dennis Smith Jr. goes to the Knicks. Who else is going to the Knicks from the Mavericks? Uh, DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews are also going to the Knicks. Um, and then who's going to the Mavericks is Porzingis, Courtney Lee, and okay. Tim Hardaway Jr. Oh, wow. Um, I felt like the Mavericks really stole this. Really stole it, honestly. Mark Cuban is probably dancing in his oh, yeah. shark tank right now. Um they, whenever this happened yesterday, I was like, somebody told me about it, and I'm like, quit messing with me, you know? Don't tell me these things, you know? You, you know, I know that's not true. And then I had to go on my own phone and see yeah. on Instagram how it was, everybody was praising the Mavericks and how everybody was downplaying and just, like, telling New York, like, what did yeah. you do? What did you do? Yeah, it, it, it's a big thing, and a lot of Knicks fans are upset by the situation. Um, some are oddly relieved. I, I didn't expect that. Some are like, hey, I'm happy that Kristaps is out of here, and that doesn't make sense. He has been injured a lot, but he is the... If I would rank the best Knicks players in the last 10 years, and this is going to be slightly controversial, but the best top three Knicks players go Kristaps, Melo, and Jeremy Lin. <laughs> Those are the three best Knicks players, in my opinion, <laughs> in the last three years. Uh, you can argue with me all you want, but you're not. I'm wearing a Jeremy Lin Knicks jersey right now, so what you say is not going to really matter to me right now. So I'm going to read some of those Knicks tweets right now. 
Um, this one is from a friend of the show, uh, Jesus Nice. Uh, being a Knicks fan is about the journey, not the destination. The ride gets rough, your feet get weary, yet like the tick, yet like the ticket prices, we rise. <laughs> <laughs> so a lot of Knicks fans are worried, and then uh, I call him a meme connoisseur, uh, Rob Perez of the Athletic and a couple different outlets. Uh, he's a huge NBA fan, and he always changes his uh, avatar. His avatar is of Adam Silver, the commissioner of the NBA, and then he adds different things to it based on the recent NBA news. Uh, so right now it's uh, Adam Silver as the Statue of Liberty because of the state of New York being in despair over Christoph Porzingis. Um, and his name right now is Kevin Derwab. All right, so here's his tweet. Porzingis demands trade. Porzingis gets traded. Porzingis clears cap space for Durant. Porzingis takes qualifying offer from Mavs. Porzingis unrestricted free agent summer 2020. Porzingis resigns with Knicks. Porzingis, Durant, Kyrie. It's not over. <laughs> so at least there's some Knicks fans that are hopeful. Uh, I don't believe any of that's going to happen. Mm-mm. What do you think this does to the Mavericks? We talked about the Knicks and how dumb of a move this was. I don't know how much say Fisdale had in this situation, but what do you think this does for the Mavericks? You know, I don't know when Kristaps will start playing for the Mavericks, but how good does it make the Mavericks? Does it make them playoff contenders? What do you think this does for the Mavericks? Um, I think it does great things for the Mavericks, especially with what Luka Doncic has been doing in his rookie year, even though I am kind of skeptical because I'm always that person who's like, yes, he's having a good rookie year, but let's see what happens after his rookie year. Because, you know, I feel like most rookies, they blow up, you know, they're playing really good, and then the league kind of gets used to their style of play, and then they kind of have a sophomore slump, like we're seeing with um, um, uh, Jason Tatum, and then... Dennis Smith Jr., Dennis Smith Jr. a little bit of Donovan Mitchell. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I think it's good for the Mavericks' chemistry on the court because, you know, we heard all these things with Dennis Smith Jr., not knowing if he really even wanted to be there, not really playing well whenever it comes to chemistry with Luka Donich you know he wanted to be the man and now Luka's coming in and he's the man now and he looks to be the future of the Mavericks yeah um it's iffy but I think the Knicks got so I mean the Mavericks got such solid players they got Porzingis yep Courtney Lee which I feel like is an underrated player yeah and Tim Hardaway Jr. who I also think is an underrated player yeah um he's I think Tim Hardaway Jr. is going to be able to do things for this team that people are not foreseeing. And once Porzingis comes back, that Luka Donich, Porzingis, Dirk Nowitzki connection is just going to ride them to maybe the second round of the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's a great move. I, I don't know how the Mavericks were able to convince them that and maybe the Knicks, it was just a fire sale. Yeah. I, I, I don't know exactly what their thoughts were, but in no way do they win in this situation. A lot of people are like, they want Durant, they want Kyrie. I don't think they get them. It's a huge market, but the fact that Porzingis seems happier in a small market shows a lot because mm-hmm. it shows that he's willing. He just wants to play. He wants to be on a contender. Everyone does. Uh, but we'll see what happens in the future with them. Talking about the future of the Knicks, uh, today there was an interview with Kyrie Irving, and 
so this past summer, very beginning of the season, he committed verbally to the Boston Celtics. Mm-hmm. Boston Celtics have had a rocky road. Yeah. I think he was on a high. A lot of people predicted them to at least make the finals. I still think that's a very real possibility for this team. Um, but then he's on the record today saying, uh, people like asking about his commitment, and he said, ask me how I feel July 1st, which is the first day of free agency in the NBA. What do you think the chances are the Knicks get Kyrie, and how much do you think is just being overblown by the media trying to make another story this week? Um, I think it's about 70% overblown, and then 30% that he's actually going to go to like the Knicks. Um, I just don't see him going to New York in the state that it is right now. Um, if Let's say that another free agent, and I'm not too sure on who's entering free agency July 1st of this of this year, but let's say another superstar, or maybe like a borderline superstar, went to the Knicks. Yeah. I feel like that would entice him more to go, but right now in this current state that they're in, if they went into the summer like they are right now, I don't think they I don't think that Kyrie would even look at their look in their direction, honestly. Cause whenever it comes to like Wesley Matthews or DeAndre Jordan, both have expiring contracts, probably going to be bought out or honestly, and then they're gonna be shipped somewhere else. You know, I just don't see them staying on the Knicks. I don't see the Knicks keeping those players. And then right now, I feel like the Knicks they partly want to like entice a superstar, but at the same time, they're playing the game that like most bottom of the tier teams are playing right now is how can we set up for Zion? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's interesting as well. I think a lot of Celtics, uh, not Celtics and Knicks fans, are, they're not really considering Zion, which is kind of funny. Uh, maybe because they don't believe they can land him, you know? Maybe he doesn't want to play <laughs> yeah. in New York. It's kind of a weird thing. It seems like they've kind of ruined a lot of good prospects, too. You know, every time a prospect comes to New York, eventually the whole city soured on them. Mm-hmm. You know, New York and Boston and all those markets are very tough markets to be in. They're yeah. huge markets. L.A., I think, is as well. But L.A., they're a little more blind-loving, mm-hmm. whereas Celtics and Knicks fans are not always blind-loving. They're critical. They're harsh. They're, they think they can fix the organization on sports talk radio yeah so th- that's the frustrating part i guess of being a playing there player there and so maybe that's why players don't want to play there they want to feel valued mm-hmm. and in dallas he probably you know seems like a place where you feel valued a little more definitely i saw something on instagram where it was like from a couple years ago and which i totally forgot that this was like the team set up of porzingis carmelo anthony Derek rose and i think it was courtney lee who's also in the back and there was like super team question mark and i was just like wow like honestly if i would have saw that before the season started i probably would have been like yeah super team but <laughs> na- yeah. you know we we grow and we learn as the years go by so yeah it, it definitely is an interesting d- dynamic there i think yeah we'll see what happens there i i, I don't think yeah the knicks are in a poor Poor shape right now. Yeah, I don't know what David Fisdale, if, if he had any say in this, yeah. I don't know what he was thinking, honestly. Maybe he just walked in and he said, take that for data. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he showed them the best trade options. So I, I don't know. There's no way the Knicks won this trade. I don't think they were even necessarily playing, if we're, we're talking about if this is a game. But I, I'm also surprised, though, at the amount of, like sports analysts who are calling this the good thing for New York. 
I mean, they did get like what seventy million in cap space. Yeah, that, I mean that's a lot of money, but I don't know <laughs> if that's enough money to land a major superstar. Yeah, other than just a rental. Yeah, other than just a rental, I think you're right. Uh, Kevin Durant is a name that pops up quite frequently in these rumors. I I, I see him leaving Golden State. Really? Yeah, and. In the same way that Kyrie requested a trade from the Cavs. Okay. It's because he wants his own team, which it's kind of, I don't know. I, I think he had his own team in Oklahoma City. Yeah. You, you could argue that he didn't have his own team in Oklahoma City because it was more Russell's and Scott Brooks' team mm -hmm. than it was Kevin Durant's team. But I think in like the future of things, he wants his own team. And... I could see him going small market for that. I, I don't necessarily see him going to New York, but I could see him going somewhere like Charlotte. Charlotte? <laughs> I know that's like an odd choice, but yeah. I could see him going somewhere like Charlotte. There's a big push for Steph Curry to go to Charlotte, like the whole hometown thing yeah. when LeBron went to his hometown. So some people, and I know you're kind of wondering if this would happen, but he's from the DMV area, and so wondering if he goes to... The Washington Wizards yeah, in free I mean, agency. We were hoping that like two years ago, but it didn't happen. Yeah. Because this whole ah uh, man. I I don't see him leaving Golden State. I see Clay Thompson leaving Golden State way before Kevin Durant does. Okay. Um and I because whenever it comes to I just want my own team. I feel like players have that mentality. And then let's say a year later, they're like, what was I thinking? Yeah. Kind of like Kyrie <laughs> was last week with yep. the whole, I've contacted LeBron. I told him, I'm sorry. You know, I was young. You know, I just didn't know what I was thinking. Blah, 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 blah. So I, I just don't see Kevin Durant going down that same road, especially if they win another championship just yep. like so easily as they did. But Let's say like they had another they have another like eruption from inside the front court like they had at the beginning of the season with Draymond Green and Kevin Durant and stuff. Let's say it was like it's like Kevin Durant, Draymond Green, Boogie and you know Steph, Steph Curry like all like kind of going at each other. That's whenever I think that there could be more movement on Kevin Durant's part but I'm not gonna say he's gonna come to the Wizards because I don't want to jinx it that he and then he doesn't come. But like I just, I hardly doubt. I highly doubt it, especially with the way that the um, Wizards are right now with just Bradley Beal, John Wall. I don't even think. I honestly, I don't think there's room for for Kevin Durant for, there. For Kevin Durant, yeah, that'll be interesting to see all free agency stuff play out. We'll have another fun free agency. Blitz at the end, of, beginning of summer, pretty much. Mm. But we'll see what happens. A lot of this also depends on who wins the championship. Like, that yeah. is a really big deal in today's NBA. Winning a championship can kind of change a lot for your team. And I know it's part of the reason why he left Oklahoma City, because they lost that um, conference finals to Golden State. If yeah. they don't lose to Golden State, I don't, I don't think he goes, because I think he plays in the finals and he sees, like, all right. We, we could we could keep this going. We could definitely keep this going. So, yeah, it's fascinating to look at all of this. Uh, so we'll look at more of this, and we'll talk about Anthony Davis. We'll talk about all-star reserves released. 
and how Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade fit into all of that. So all that and more right here on Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio and under UCCS Radio Sports on iTunes and Spotify. Hello and welcome back to Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. I'm your host, Nate Jones, and with me as always is my co-host with the most without a Jeremy Lin next jersey, so he might not be here next week. Yep. That's Philip Oki Thomas. What's up? Uh, thank you guys so much for continuing to listen to us. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, so out of the three shows we've posted so far, last week's show has the most listens out of all of them. So thank you so much for that. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, if you're wondering, hey, what was last week's show? Um, just look up Are the Lakers in Trouble on Spotify or iTunes, and you should find us, UCCS Radio Sports. We talk a lot about the problems with the Lakers and if LeBron James can actually save them, because there's a there's a chance he can't. No. But we'll see uh, all that and more soon. So we were going to go with Anthony Davis. We're like, it's kind of depressing talking to all of like, these unhappy players. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some guys <laughs> that are happy with some all-star selections. Um, so we talked about the starters last week. Uh, we'll go over them one more time. So we'll start with the West. We have LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Paul George, Stephen Curry, James Harden. Those are all your starters. And according to the CBS article, James Harden is a statter, not a starter. Anyways, um, and so the reserves for the West are Nikola Jokic. He's a reserve. Anthony Davis, LaMarcus Aldridge, Damian Lillard, Clay Thompson, Carl Anthony Towns, and Russell Westbrook. Biggest snub, in my opinion, so far as Luca. Yep. I am on the Luca train. Might be my next jersey purchase. <laughs> I don't want to ruin his career like that, but I really like him. Um, all right, and so the Eastern Conference, we got your captain, Giannis, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, Joel Embiid, and Kemba Walker. And then reserves, Ben Simmons. Do not agree with this one. Nope. Uh, Bradley Beal. Don't agree with that one either. Chris Middleton. Yep. Uh, Nicola. Vucic. Vucic. There we go. He's our... Don't agree. He's our translator. Uh, Blake Griffin, Kyle Lowry, and Victor Oladipo. Who's actually going to be replaced by D'Angelo Russell. Okay, awesome. I was wondering who's going to be replaced by... Um, okay, yeah. It says on the bottom, Commissioner Adam Silver, Brooklyn Nets guard, D'Angelo Russell, and Philadelphia 76ers, Jimmy Butler, I guess will probably replace uh, whoever else. Yeah. Is injured because there has to be someone else who's injured too. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the West probably Davis and I lost his name. Davis probably won't play. I think he's the only other injured player. Okay, yeah. So those are your all stars. Uh, your biggest snubs. Who do you think should have made it and who didn't? Um, honestly, I don't feel like Ben Simmons should have been a reserve. Like you said, it's yeah. just. He's not. I mean, I, he's a great player. I don't feel like he's all star caliber. I feel like, um, you know, a little guy by the name of Jason Tatum should have taken that spot. You know? uh, yeah, I, I would love to support, but Jason Tatum has not been playing at all star level. This last year, he should have been an all star. This yeah. year, uh, I don't know. He he had a really good game last night mm-hmm. or the night before. He's been playing better as of late, but both Brown and Tatum, I guess. Aren't quite either there yet. That you know, either Jason Tatum or <clears throat> I'm gonna have to jump on the train just because you know I I'm a nostalgic guy and you know it's his last season. I want to see Dwayne Wade. Okay. I want to see Dwayne Wade in the game. So this will make you happy. The NBA announced today. Let me let me find it. 
All right, so Dwayne Wade and Dirk Nowitzki will be honorary members on the team. So they'll suit up. Okay. And they'll be on whatever team. So yeah. let me read the full. All right, so this is from the NBA.com. Dallas Mavericks forward Dirk Nowitzki and Miami Heat guard Dwayne Wade have been named by NBA Commissioner Adam Silver as special team roster addition to a 2019 All-Star NBA game in Charlotte, North Carolina. In honor of their extraordinary contributions as iconic NBA champions and beloved ambassadors in a recognition of their All-Star careers, Nowitzki and Wade will take the court for the 68th NBA All-Star game on Sunday, February 17th at the Spectrum Center. Uh, Here's a quote from the commissioner. Dirk Nowitzki and Dwayne Wade embody the best of the NBA. Remarkable skill drive and professionalism, as well as deep devotion to strengthening their communities and growing the game around the world, said Silver. As a global celebration of basketball, our all-star game is an ideal setting to salute these first-class NBA champions and finals MVPs. So they'll be selected in a new third round of the 2019 NBA all-star game all-star draft, adding a 13th player to each active all-star game roster. TNT will air the NBA All-Star Draft on Thursday, February 7th at 7 p.m. Eastern, and ESPN Radio will air the February 17th All-Star Game matchup between Team LeBron and Team Giannis live in the United States at 8 p.m. Eastern. NBA All-Star 2019 will reach fans in more than 200... Okay, we don't need to read all that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's really cool. Dogs should get suited up. It won't just be like a coach yeah. sort of thing. That'd be nice. Uh, so I'm excited for that as well. And Dirk will also be coaching... And the rising stars, he's coaching the international team while Kyrie's coaching the American team. Mm-hmm. So I think that's very cool. So you will get to see those two in action. Uh, finally, do you think that's the right thing for the NBA to do? Uh, I think so. You know, giving them, you know, I definitely they're going to have way more fans that are out there for them and stuff. Yeah. But I'd say another snub <laughs> or another person on that list who I have no idea why they are on there because, honestly, I was thinking of a different player. Nikola Vucic, he plays for the Magic. I was thinking of... Nikola from... Your, like, Yursef from Portland. From Portland, yeah. I thought it was him. Yeah. So I'm very surprised right now that this guy is going to be an all-star. Yeah. I, I don't know anything about this guy. I haven't really been watching the Magic, so um, I wish Mo Bamba was there. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at this list, and it's uh, Easter Cover and Snubs. Uh, they have Pascal Sik- Siakam. Siakam. See, this is why you're on the show. I yeah. can't pronounce anyone's <laughs> name. Jason Tatum, Eric Bledsoe, D'Angelo Russell, and Jimmy Butler. Probably Jimmy Butler and Russell will probably make the team. Yeah. Um, Western Conference, they put... Rudy Gobert. I don't like Rudy Gobert. I don't know why. No. Pretty good stat line. 15 points. 12.8 rebounds. Uh, 2.1 blocks per game. Maybe he should be at the game. Uh, but we have Luka as a rookie. 20.4 points a game. 5.4 assists. 1.1 steals. That's And he's averaging a little more than two threes a game, which is, I think, pretty good. Um, and then we have Tobias Harris, who just scores a lot for the Clippers. That's all he does. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, overrated, mm-hmm. and De'Aaron Fox and Devin Booker. I, the only Western Conference one in my eyes is maybe maybe Rudy and Luca, but yeah, that can be a different conversation. Um, yeah, I don't feel like Booker was snubbed. I don't feel like De'Aaron Fox was snubbed. Maybe 
maybe next year. I do feel like the Kings are playing really good basketball and social media. Yeah. So, uh, maybe next year if they if he keeps at it, keeps improving. But yeah, I don't feel like Darren Fox or Devin Booker were snubbed at all. You know, yeah. they're, they're just not all star caliber players right now. Yeah. And then, um, for the East, I would say Pascal Siakam has been playing really, really good basketball. Yeah. I would say a lot of people are saying that he's, like, the most improved player in the NBA right now. Um, that's kind of iffy for me, but he is playing good basketball. Um, definitely, definitely a good player to have, especially whenever it comes to, like, defense. The dude can just defend like yeah. no other. Um, he kind of reminds me of what's that guy's name from Oklahoma City? Um, Andrew Andrew A. Rob, Robinson. He just can't shoot at all. I know that. Andre Robinson. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah. I, you're spot on with all of that. Um, yeah. So we're just gonna take a quick music break, and then we will be right back uh, to talk about Anthony Davis. All right, and we are back uh, Two Minute Drill on UCCS Radio. I am your, still your host, Nate Jones. They didn't replace me in the music break. <laughs> <laughs> I had to take a call real quick. That's why I kind of cut that last uh, section a little short. short. We were talking about All-Star Game, All-Star Game snubs. I think it's going to be fun. I think the addition of Dirk and Dwayne will definitely have a, a loving feel to the mm-hmm. game, I think. Um, That'd be awesome if Dirk just dunks on someone like or shoots a three over someone. I that's all I want. Dwayne Wade and LeBron to recreate that iconic shot, the yeah. iconic alley oop. I think they could do it. He's definitely going to be on Team LeBron. Like there, <laughs> he's going to like pay Giannis like hundred thousand dollars to get Dwayne on his team. So <laughs> I'm excited to see all that happen and more. But another fun thing about the NBA All Star Weekend. Is they have a rising stars game. So if you want to talk a little bit about those teams, folks, we have US and then is it international? It's the world team. The world team. All yes. right, awesome. Um, yeah, the uh, rising stars challenge or a, a game, world versus US. So it's every player who was born outside of the US is on one team. Every player who was born inside the US is on another team, and they're rising stars. So they're young players, very vibrant. You know, um, um, rising up in the ranks of the NBA. So I'll just read the world team and then the U.S. team. Um, for the world team, we have Bogdan Bogdanovich, uh, Dylan Brooks, Joel Embiid, Buddy Buddy Heald, Laurie Markinen, Jamal Murray, Frank Nilitakina, okay, Demontis Sabonis, <laughs> Dario Saric, and Ben Simmons. Now the U.S. team, where the names are a lot easier, <laughs> Lonzo Ball, Malcolm Brogdon. Jalen Brown, John Collins, Chris Dunn, De'Aaron Fox, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, Donovan Mitchell, Torin Prince, Dennis Smith Jr., and Jason Tatum. Nice. All right, so that's awesome. Yeah. I always forget that Simmons is from Australia, so, like, when he said his name at the end, it sounded so, like, American, like, at the end of all those, like, international names, and it's, like, Ben Simmons. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, wrong team? No. (laughs) Um, no, I think that's great. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm excited for this. This one seems a little more intriguing to me than... Wow, I didn't know DeAndre Ayton was from the Bahamas. Okay. Um, All of this seems really fascinating to me because these are the rising stars. Mm -hmm. The NBA is so good with his young talent right now. Definitely. Um, So if you were to predict an MVP out of these names you just mentioned, 
Who would you give the MVP to? I'm gonna, and why is it Luka Doncic? No, 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 no. No. Wow. I'm gonna have to go with the man who lit it up last year, Bogdan Bogdanovich uh, from the Sacramento Kings. He's gonna be dropping threes like he was last year. He's going to play at his hardest, honestly, and he's gonna win MVP back to back, baby. I'm honestly, if he wins back to back, I'm buying a Bogdanovich jersey. Ooh. Next day. All right. Well. When Luca wins it, I'll buy you a Luca jersey. Uh, this is also an official job announcement. Uh, I need a new co-host at Two Minute Drill. Uh, we meet Fridays at noon because uh, he doesn't believe Luca is the second coming, and he's wrong. Because uh, we'll just play Hall of Luca for the next four hours oh if we my. need to. Oh my! Uh, because it is the best song ever made, and Luca is going to beat LeBron James in every category by the end of his career. He is already the goat, and he will be the goat. All right, so um, we'll talk a little bit about this Anthony Davis news. We kind of talked about it last week um, on how to improve the Lakers. We're like, are the Lakers in trouble? They still are in trouble in a lot of ways. Uh, did they end up winning that Clippers game last night? Uh, yes, the Lakers won. Um, I think they won by like two points. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The Clippers are like such a middle road team. It's frustrating yeah. almost because you can't gauge wins. Uh, what were LeBron's stat lines last night? So um, LeBron came back, for those of you who didn't know. Yeah, LeBron, it was his first game back in 35 days, five okay. weeks. Um, he, excuse me, LeBron had 24 points, um, yep. 14 rebounds, and I think nine assists. Okay. Yeah, nine assists. Oh, wow. So he was leading He was leading the team, like, you know, it's no surprise. Um, but he... Just wasn't playing. He was playing really reserved ball, from what I noticed when okay. I was playing. It was wasn't the same like LeBron of I'm just gonna put my head down and go into the rack. But yeah. at the same time, <clears throat> Clippers they're pretty big. They're a pretty big team. Okay. So yeah. All right. Yeah, that's interesting. So for those of you who don't know, excuse me, uh, the Anthony Davis news. The Anthony Davis news is that he requested a trade from the Pelicans. More like Rich Paul, his agent, yeah. goes to the trade. The Pelicans weren't quite ready to make it public, uh, but Rich Paul decided... Did he post on Instagram first? Um, I'm not sure where he made the announcement on. Um, yeah, I don't know if it was Instagram or... Okay. Uh, it is noted, worth noting that Rich Paul is LeBron James's agent as mm-hmm. well. A part of Clutch Sports, which LeBron owns a stake in, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. Yeah. So that's kind of a big deal when all that happens. So the Pelicans are worried about tampering. They released the statement saying, hey, we think there might have been tampering here. Anthony Davis was fined $50,000 for tampering, uh, which was actually Rich Paul. I wonder if we sent him the <laughs> invoice or not, um, or if we picked up the tab for him there. <clears throat> but we'll see what happens here. Anthony Davis obviously wants to trade. He wants to be on a competitor. Where do you think is more likely for him to land up? There's three options a lot of people are saying. One, I think, makes no sense, especially since the guy they would have traded him for is now in Dallas. Mm. Um, and the other one, I don't know who they'd be willing to give up. But we got Boston, New York, and Los Angeles. Who do you think is going to land Anthony Davis? Or is Anthony Davis going to have to play the rest of the season on the Pelicans? I'm going to say that Anthony Davis is actually going to have to play the rest of the season on the Pelicans. I don't see the Pelicans giving in to the Lakers' kind of demands. Um, I saw something from 
Greg Popovich, who's telling basically the Pelicans GM, don't get bullied by, you know, the Lakers and, you know, give up your players and stuff like that. You know, you are in charge here and, you know, they're in L.A., you're in New Orleans, you make the decisions there, they make the decisions over there. So don't let them dictate to you what has to happen. At the same time, I hope that what I'm saying right now doesn't come true where he has to play the rest of the season in a Pelicans yeah. jersey. Honestly, I think more likely than not that the Lakers are going to acquire Anthony Davis. It's pretty... I mean, It's written on the wall, basically. Yeah, it's written on the wall. I mean, he has the same manager as him, uh, as LeBron James. This is LeBron James' lifelong fr- uh, friend. So it's... It's. I feel like it's already set up. I feel like it's already set up right now. It's just the Lakers are just waiting for the Pelicans to pick an option because I heard that they gave them like what five trade options that they could choose from. Yeah, I, I heard of upwards of nine. Really? Yeah. Wow. Um, and there was a time when Magic Johnson was just calling their GM and was not getting a response. Like, right. It was just he was pulling the whole. Uh, I can't remember which team wasn't taking calls earlier this season for the trade deadline, but there's a team that wasn't taking trade calls. Mm-hmm. And same thing here. Like, the Pelicans obviously don't want to give it up because it, it definitely hurts their franchise. They don't have anyone else to pick up the slack on at that all. team at all. Um, and, you know, they want to get a lot out of this, but you, Anthony Davis is one of those players that's going to be really hard to replace. He is, you know, he's one. Of, you could call him an NBA unicorn. Yeah. Like, in the other unicorns, they call Chris Tops. Mm-hmm. I put Joel Embiid. These are players that LeBron James is by far a NBA unicorn. And these are players that, like, go far beyond their position. Mm-hmm. He's not just a power forward. He can also run the ball before if you want. He can, he can be a floor general. He can do all that and more. What the Lakers would be willing to offer is not a unicorn. No. They would happily take LeBron for Anthony Davis <laughs> yeah. any day of the week. But... You know, I, I think they'd have to give their three big stars. Definitely. I think they'd have to give up Ball, Ingram, and Kuzma. They'd I, have to. I think Kuzma is the one they are probably not offering in all the deals. Mm-hmm. But I think in all the deals, I think there's a Ball is definitely in all the deals. Do you and think Ingram is? Do you think Rondo is a part of those deals? No, not at all. What about because they want a solid point guard? Yeah. So and. Play of Rondo is greater than any any ball ceiling, in my opinion. Yes. Uh, I talked about this with my coach, Charlie, yesterday, and he really thinks, like, they'd keep ball because of his ceiling. And I, I just, I don't know. His dad brings so much drama. You know what would be really funny is if they trade ball and then sign LiAngelo. Oh, yeah. Uh, be... To a G League contract. Um, that would be pretty interesting. But, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what's the perfect move for Anthony Davis in this time. Yeah. But we'll I, definitely see. I just don't see him going to Boston right now. Because, like, to me, I think Boston has everything it needs right now. They just need to play better. They have everything. They just need to play better, you know? They have it all. They have it all to get to the finals. Honestly, I think they're... Honestly, I don't feel like they take themselves seriously sometimes. Because, like, to me, they are on another level than Toronto is. I feel like whenever it comes down to the nit- like the nitty-gritty of whenever, let's say they get to the conference finals, 
it's Boston versus Toronto. I think it's a they they win it. They I mean I don't think it's a sweep, but they they I feel like they easily win it. Yeah, no, I I think you're right too. I think Boston needs that moment, and it feels like they've hit it like several times where like Kyrie will go off, you know, against Toronto, or they play really well against Golden State. Yeah, like different things like that, and yeah, and some Celtics fans are souring on Kyrie right now, which is kind of sad to see. Bill Simmons, um, he's one of my favorite sports writers, and if you guys haven't read his book of basketball. If you're not an NBA fan and you like, hey, you know, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my significant other, whatever, is like really interested in the NBA and I know nothing about it. It's almost an 800 page book about basketball. Mm-hmm. It is. It looks like a Bible just when you look at it. Right. It's the most beautiful thing I own. <laughs> it's the centerpiece in my apartment um, that along with the book of um, book of bas- book. It's boat. I can't remember the exact name. Book about basketball and other things by Shea Serrano, I believe is the title mm-hmm. of it. Both of those, I own four copies of basketball and other things by Shea Serrano. That's neither here nor there. Um, both books give great in-depth. Shea Serrano is more of like a funny book about basketball. Like he has stats in it and stuff, but there's funny pictures and he talks about weird things about NBA players. But mm-hmm. Bill Simmons is like, he does a lot of what if. Like the first half of the book is all like the history of the NBA how it became the NBA, how, what happened, what almost killed the NBA, how Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, and Magic Johnson single-handedly saved the league from being disbanded almost. Yeah. Uh, and how it's one of the most popular sports in the world now. And then he does, he has this chapter on like, what ifs, like what if Tim Duncan got drafted by the Celtics instead of the Spurs? What if Kobe Bryant stayed in Charlotte? Like all these crazy fun what ifs. Um, but so he has a great basketball mind, but he like he's today he was like saying go to the Knicks, we don't need you. So it, it, it's an interesting status there for the Celtics. I'm gonna make a bold prediction here. I think it's gonna be Lakers Celtics in the finals. That'd be it'd be the best for oh, in yeah. history terms and then Ooh. rivalry terms. It'd be can you imagine the ratings on that baby? Yeah, it'd be it'd be awesome. That's what I hope for, but right now with the way the Lakers are playing, I just don't see them getting past Golden State. I see them getting to the conference finals. Okay. So I really see it being Golden State versus Celtics. Yeah. For, can you imagine like the the promo stuff for it? <laughs> yeah. Wilt Chamberlain, Bill Russell, <laughs> 17 banners, 16 banners, <laughs> LeBron James, Kyrie Irving together again. But this time, as opponents. Like, you know, it's... NBA, you can hire me if you want yeah. me to write this for you. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, I think that would be, be a really good ratings one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so I think that kind of wraps up today's show for us. Yep. Um, if you guys want to follow us on Twitter, we're at the 2-Minute Drill on Twitter, at DA, the number 2-Minute Drill. And then if you want to listen to the show on iTunes or Spotify... Uh, you can find us under UCCS Radio Sports. Uh, so thank you guys so much for listening. I will see you next week at this time. And hopefully nothing explodes in the NBA during that time. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next week.